But when it comes to what is going to be weightiest on the day of judgment, in the scales of good deeds, the Bishlam says the weightiest thing would be a person good akhlaq. Over and above the prize, obviously, what is compulsory. <coughs> so this is such a great thing. What makes it so heavy? Because this takes the greatest pressure on the nafsos. The person who becomes accustomed to fasting, for example, then he can't do without fasting. A person who becomes accustomed to making tilawah of the Quran Sharif, it becomes part of his system. In time, he cannot do without it. Not that it is small, he still get the rewards. But then it becomes something that becomes very easy. Alhamdulillah, that's a great thing, it becomes easy. But it becomes part of his system and he cannot do, then do without it. But in practicing akhlaq, that challenge is all the time there. And every day that he has to practice his akhlaq, he might have to bear the same pressure. And as days go, sometimes that pressure might increase if it's coming from the same waters. But he is bearing the pressure. That pressure, pressure is weight. That's the weight on the day of Qiyamah. In this kind of good deeds. So the Nabi Salaam summarized this whole thing in three things, three statements. Sil man That join ties with the one who cuts off ties from you. To join ties with somebody who, men, who keeps good relationships with us, that is not even a kamar of any sort, that is only insaniyat, that is the basic human quality that somebody is good to us, we should be good to him. That any insan would do, even a person devoid of iman, he understands this much. But Nabi Islam is teaching us something beyond. Sil man The person who is breaking ties, cutting off ties from you, you adopt his akhlaq. You join ties with him. As the Shaykh of Hadith wants, Rakhira says sometimes these things happen. So in the family something happened. And he used to go once, twice a year to his hometown, Khanla. He used to be based in Saharanpur. And something happened while he was not around in that absence of his. When he got there, he heard now the whole village is like one family, but half of the family is on one side, the other half is on the other side. So he was, he used to come a few times, two, two, two three times a year, and he spent one, two days and he gone back. But his normal karti was that because he comes for a short time and after so long, he would go and meet everybody. That was the ongoing thing. When he came, this was some issue. So he ignored the issue. Whatever the issue is, now obviously he falls on one half of the family. He went around visiting everybody. But now when he went to some houses, who were so to say on the other end of the issue, many gave him a whole lot of things to hear. And some shut the door in his face. In any case, while he was going, doing this round, one relative of his, close relative of his was joining him along. He is very upset about what's going on. Any case, this happened. Sometime later, again he came, several months later, this issue was not yet resolved. But according to his tatib, he went again visiting everybody. And again the same situation is happening. And this person who accompanied him the first time was with him the second time also. So he asked him, Aapko ghairat nahi aati? Don't you have any self-respect now? These people did this to you last time, and you still come into them again. And again they bring this to you. So he replied and said, that what they want to do, they doing, what I am supposed to do, I'll carry on doing. I am supposed to continue trying to mentize and come and make salam to everyone, visit everyone. 
if they are doing something that's their issue, that must not stop me from what I'm supposed to do. Then Hazrat says that it was a short time later that some of those who were the, so to say, staunchest against me at that time, in short time they became my ardent gurids. Allah But he practiced on still manqata'at. And this is where all the rewards of mending family relations come in. When the Bismarck says that the person who, the tax of the Hadith Sharif, wants barakat in his life and barakat in his wealth, he should join family ties for barakat in his life, barakat in his wealth. And this is something we all the time making dua for. But the prescription of dua also has to be made. But the prescription that Nabi Islam is giving for this barakat is through this many of family relationships. And this comes for the one who not for the one who is doing good for good. That is, has to be done obviously. But the one who returns, somebody is cutting ties from him, he is joining ties here. He is the one who gets his reward. So the first thing Nabi Islam mentions Silman Khatahat. Then Wakfu Amman Zalamat. The whole world is crying for rights. Everybody is demanding rights. And person is not concerned whether I am fulfilling what my responsibilities are. But I must get my rights. As a result, there is a broken society. Husband is demanding his rights, the wife is demanding her rights. Parents are demanding their rights, children are demanding their rights. Children are taking their parents to court for their rights. And brother and sister are demanding their rights. And everybody is demanding their rights. But comes to fulfilling responsibilities, fulfilling duties, rights, even being and sharia is taught what are the rights. What are the rights of the husband? This is explained. What are the rights of the wife? This has been explained also. What are the rights of parents? That has been explained in detail. But the mizaj and the temperament and the, the nature that Sharia has given us, that Nabi Islam has given us, is to be concerned about fulfilling our duties. And rights, Ansar, Nabi Islam said to them, time will come, you'll see others being given preference over you. And what you are entitled to, others might be given. So what you should be doing, in this Zamana, somebody will say, you must start toy toying. Nabi Islam did say that to them. He said, first biru, hatta atal qawni ala al-hawd. They are of sorrow, I'll beat you at house closer. And I'll make up whatever you went short change in dunya. So this is the person has some rights, he's entitled to his, entitled to claim that right. Somebody owing him money, it's not that he has to overlook, uh, overlook it. He's entitled to claim it in a dignified way within the limits of Sharia. But what is being taught here is that everybody adopts this policy of fulfilling duties and responsibilities. There won't be anybody left to demand that. That is the bizarre that Sharia is teaching us. And sometimes we all in some, somebody will slip up someday, the next day we'll slip up. Somebody will make a mistake today, tomorrow we'll make a mistake too. It's dunya, we are not perfect, others are not perfect too. So, on that note, we are taught solemn. Only the recoverable right, there's some monetary issue, there's something else. That all means the person wants to claim it, he's entitled to claim it. But often there isn't anything recoverable in dunya. 
even any money issues, even any other thing that can be recovered in dunya. It is a personal situation, somebody slipped up and they blurted something out, somebody hurt our feelings. It happens. We are in Sam, we are not made of stone and brick, we get affected. But <laughs> the balm of that pain is sour. Because otherwise, this will carry on life long. So in any case, this is the Vistasu teaching as well. This is what happens sometimes. Forgive the one who has oppressed you. So join ties with the one who cuts off ties from you. Forgive the one who has oppressed you. But this is not where it finishes off. Rasulullah Prasunna to teach us that which will make our the scales of our good deeds extremely weighty. And to make it extremely weighty, the Nabi Salaam says, Wa ahtim ila man asa'a ilayk. That you go one step beyond this also. That the one who has treated you badly, you return his bad treatment with good treatment. Somebody has been unkind to you, you return it with kindness. Somebody has been harsh to you, you, re- you return it with soft words, with sweet words. So, this is what the summary of this whole branch of Akhlaq is. And this is that aspect which is the weightiest in the scales of good deeds on the earth. So these Mubarak days come, these great amal come. On the one hand, this is the ibadat in itself, but they come with many, many lessons also. Come with things that we need to reflect on. Often, we really take it like a ritual and something to get done with and enjoy ourselves after with the eating of the meat and so on. Indeed, this is Allah Ta'ala's na'mat. Such a na'mat Allah has made, even fasting on that day haram. This is the day of eating. So that is something that a person should be happy about. He should know that also. But we should not lose sight of the deep lessons that come along. That together with putting the knife on the throat of the animal, we have to learn to put the knife on our nafs also. Put the knife on our haram desires. Put the knife on our ego. Put the knife on pride. Put the knife on all the things that become an obstacle in getting closer to another. Then this will be the inner qurbani. The external qurbani also is necessary, and the inner qurbani is also necessary. And this inner qurbani really takes a person very far ahead. Allah give me the tawfiq also. This is all with the tawfiq of making the true qurbani in every sense of the word. Allah give us the full rewards of these Mubarak days. Grant us complete makhirat. Allah make us his true servants. Ah, I'm going to go on and 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 I'm going to go